Daniel Chaffee. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I've been, uh, since I've gotten here and I told people we were just looking for, for great people to interview and, and learn from, uh, your name has come up quite a bit. And then you've got to be short of candidates. <laughs> I don't know, it's like short of candidates. Like, You're very popular, right? So what is it that you do for CrossFit? What's your title? Um, so uh, today the title is uh, International Director for Gym Operations, um, which is a fancy title for uh, structuring things outside of the U.S. Okay. So... Um, Obviously, CrossFit was born in the U.S., it's bred in the U.S., it's got a huge legacy Absolutely. in the U.S., whether it's with the services, um, first responders, um, the number of affiliates was huge in the U.S., um, and then internationally, it was kind of like a second thought, and um, so we managed to structure things in a few... I think it's surprising. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can, I can remember when I came to the, the games. Uh, my first games was in 2012, and um, I sent an email to meet Kathy Glassman, so Greg's sister. And um, she invited me into the, the VIP booth to meet her and stuff. And then there was Greg and there were a few other people and stuff. And uh, she, so I introduced myself. I said, where I was from and that kind of stuff. And she goes, you, mean you have an affiliate? And she, she was head of affiliate. She didn't even know we had the affiliate yet. Yeah. I said, yes, we have an affiliate in France. She said, hey, guys, we have an affiliate in France. I said, but I'm not the first. You've actually got, you've actually got six affiliates in France. And they go, really, we've got six affiliates? It's like, and it was like a surprise to them um, because there was, no on, um, there was no design on growth. Or there was, I mean, no one had any numbers. And it was just like, this is CrossFit. It's, it's friggin' fun. Yeah. And those that like it will affiliate and join, join the gang. You know, it's, like, it's kind of like a biker gang. And charters were opening up. But it's just that the, the head charter didn't know that the charter's opening up. Exactly. And, um, and so we, we started speaking in 2012 about, well, if you want CrossFit to grow outside, what needs to happen? So the first conversation was 2012, and I was saying, well, if you want 100 affiliates in France, and that was like, no, we'll never get 100 affiliates in France. We've now got 740, right? Oh, wow. So if you want 100 affiliates in France, we need to translate the level one. Oh, no, we can't do that. Can we do that? Can we do it's like, and so it took a year to get a guy to stand up in front of a whiteboard and translate every sentence that was coming out I've of been, the Flow Masters. Right? You've yeah, been to those, yeah, right? I've been to those. So when you go on a gig, now if you, if you speak a foreign language and you register in that country and you register to have the test in that local language, the course will be translated into that local language. And that started in 2012. It took us until 2013 to get that into French, and then it took us like another few years to roll it out. And then it was translate the manual, translate the test. Then how about the level two? Can we translate the level two, man? Can we translate the level two content? And it's like, wow, I don't know, it's interactive, can we? And now we do. So that you was the, the first start of international also the, the, the seminar staff in France to deliver a completely French course? Now, yes, yeah. Oh, uh, so what will happen internationally is if there's, um, so you have 20 participants on a course. Mm -hmm. If all 20 register for the test in French, mm -hmm. they can give it directly in French. Right. You get one guy who registers for in English, you'll give it in English, and you translate everything into French. So we now have the human resources and the means to do that all around the world. So that's happening in Japanese, it's happening in Chinese, it's happening in Korean, it's happening in Arabic, it's happening in Hebrew. I mean, it's, it's like uh, all around you the world. Oversee the, your internet, you oversee the whole world, well, everything you, outside the U.S. Yeah, uh, well, outside North America. So Canada's kind of been roped into, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Canada, but you've been roped into the U.S. again, again. Um, and, uh, but that's just because of geographical proximity, time zones, and that kind of stuff. It's logical. It's right. logical. Right. Um, and so we're trying to do something that's, um, I won't say easy to operate, but so the idea is how can we support EDU growth outside of the US? Mm -hmm. How can we support sport growth outside of the US? So um, open participation, semifinals, licensed events. So we, 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 we help on that too. Um, and above all, how can we support affiliates? How can we help them 
uh, upskill their coaches. So it's, it's all linked, you know, and there's no, there's no longer a silo of here's EDU, here's games and sport, and here's affiliates. It should be like that in the US, I, I think. Well, it's, I, it's CrossFit, right? Well, yeah, that's right. So, so we support each other. And the country managers are facilitators. It doesn't matter which team you work for, the country manager will, will facilitate whatever's going to happen. And we call them country managers, but some of them are territory managers. So, for example, our country manager for Poland, well, he's got Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania okay. as well. Country manager for Czech Republic, she's also got Slovakia, she's got uh, Turkey, Greece. Uh, all, so, um, we're trying to make sure that every single affiliate, no matter where they are in the world, they have a local point of contact that can help them with anything. And so, I was speaking to a, a couple uh, country ma managers, uh, Matteo yep. from Italy. Yep. Uh, was one of them and, and Julian as well. And Julian yeah. from France. Yeah. So so yeah. he he must work very closely with yep. you. Yeah. And uh, so you do you oversee the country managers? Is that well? Yeah. I, the, so the structure, the, um, uh, the European structure is the most developed. Why? Because the growth is the fastest in Europe at the moment. Um, we're we're just shy of four thousand affiliates in Europe. So you know CrossFit. Made, the company is based in the US, mm -hmm. but it's truly international now. Uh, yeah. And so we have country managers. Um, some of those country managers will have, some, will, have, will have some help, so maybe a customer support person or a social media person. Generally where we have a social media person is because there's a huge need on translation. So we have 22 social media handles around the world in local language. Um, and so we have social media people that are part-time, but they'll post work out of the day, they'll do affiliate birthdays, um, any special content, they make sure they're reposting and sharing and that kind of stuff. Um, and so we have some, some, some country managers have teams, and you have the country manager, then above the country manager, you have a regional director. So in Europe, Oli Mansbridge, who used to be the country manager for the UK, is now running Europe. And then, so Oli's doing Europe. I then have uh, Dmitry Andriukin, who's doing Eastern Europe and the Middle East. Okay. And then, uh, he doesn't know it yet, but it's going to be announced today. But um, I know this, is, this will be posted after this, but um, uh, Ed Morrison, who's in Australia, um, he's been doing Australia, New Zealand, and Oceania, but he's also going to be managing uh, most of Asia. Okay, so it's wow. by time zone. And then obviously, Ricardinho Prudente. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Who doesn't know Tricky yeah, Ricky, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's um, not only country manager for Brazil, but he's also the regional director for the whole of LATAM. So anything from, anything from Mexico down, is, is Ricardinho. Oh, wow. And so um, I work cl very closely with those guys, and my goal is to develop them, develop their leadership, develop their, their capacity to develop leaders. Um, I think the future, where CrossFit is in 10 years internationally, will, develop, will, will depend hugely on, on how, how good these guys can be at leadership. And leadership means what? It means influencing people. Um, and that's what we do. And are they getting yeah. right down to the affiliate level? Yeah. And, and so there's travel. Oh, there's a lot of travel. A lot of travel. So they'll do the tasks in country will go from helping to film um, seminars mm -hmm. uh, to uh, drawing the spotlight on sport, um, doing affiliate visits. So um, every month uh, they go out, they'll jump in their car, jump on a train or plane, and they'll go to a city and they'll visit as many affiliates as they can, get FaceTime with affiliates, listen to what's going on, where can they support, what information does the affiliate not have that they need to have. What skill or knowledge does the affiliate not yet have that they probably need to develop in order to be successful and happy? That sort of stuff is really important. Um, and then they'll do affiliate gatherings. Um, they'll be at events and licensed events. They'll go to competitions. They'll also drop in on seminars. If they're not on the seminar staff, they'll drop in on seminars at the social right. on the Saturday nice. to meet affiliates, to meet potential affiliates, oh, to nice. meet anyone who's crazy about CrossFit. Yeah. Um, so it's, you build the community and the business will take care of itself. Right. And so. I'm building a team that needs to build communities, and that's it. So that's my role. Yeah. And the affiliate gatherings themselves, that's a pretty structured event. 
is it not? It takes on different formats. Okay. So you can have large scale affiliate gatherings. So like in France, we do an affiliate gathering, we get 400 people. So it's got super structured agenda for two days. There's information, there's education, there's some fun, there's food, uh, there's drinking copious amounts of beer, um, barbecues. <laughs> yeah, um, and there's uh, a lot of celebration as well. So we celebrate uh, who are the CrossFit Level 3 trainers in the country, um, who are the 10-year affiliates. Um, there's a lot of celebration as well. And, um, but the, the education part is, it used to be solely based on coaching. Uh, you know, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll start you, like, it's like, you know, uh, be excellent and the rest, take, you know, the, the Greg Glassman. Yeah. 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 Um, and what we, what we discovered from affiliates is that they actually want and need not only that, you need to be excellent in service, but service is not just the coaching. Coaching is undoubtedly the most important part of the service. But um, how do you present your information? How do you welcome people? Uh, how do you look after your members? Um, how do you operate a space? How do you present your planning to maximize your potential? How do you prospect? How do you bring in new people? How do you treat uh, a trial session, drop-ins, and so on and so forth? There's so much to operating uh, uh, an affiliate. Yeah, that you might not think about yeah. it, because you're focused on the coaching. Yeah, and a lot, of, a lot of people will start an affiliate because they're passionate about CrossFit. Mm -hmm. So they go and learn how to coach, that's great. And then they're passionate about coaching, that's great. But owning an affiliate is different to coaching. Right. And so um, the education we, we give them now is not just about the coaching. It's how to wrap that all up. and make. We want an affiliate to be happy and successful. Right. Um, and we see being an affiliate in CrossFit as being like a partner. CrossFit is your partner. Mm -hmm. And um, so our duty of care is to help them be more successful. Even if that means sometimes having a tough discussion. Yeah. You know? Such as? Such as, hey, I've only got uh, 70 members and it's tough. I'm not paying myself a, a, a salary, mm -hmm. okay? How long do you think you're going to stay open? Uh, I think we're going to close in six months. But I'm the best fucking coach in town. That's great, but you're the best hidden secret in town. Absolutely. What are you doing to prospect? What are you doing to get your name out there? How do you, how do you get more trial sessions? Um, how do you encourage your members to bring a friend? Um, what sort of referral incentives do you have? What sort, you know, um, what's your presence on social media? Um, uh, how are you outreaching? Uh, what, are you, what are your corporate uh, outreach? Um, how are you doing uh, corporate days? You know, it's like there's, there's strategies out there that make some affiliates very, very successful. It's kind of like, uh, like being given a gold mine. So Greg, Greg had these, these, these golden nuggets. That's CrossFit, right? And he's going, this is CrossFit. Everyone, everyone CrossFit, you can touch it. Oh, I'm touching it. Fantastic. Okay, and when you take your affiliation, you're being given a gold mine. You know what gold looks like but you might not know how to dig for it, right? right? So teaching someone to run their affiliation is teaching them how to dig for the gold. They like gold, uh, they love it, they, they know it's there, but some people know how to dig and some, other, uh, some others don't. And there's no reason why in, in, so I was out in Israel and, and I visited like seven affiliates over a two day period. And it's the first time out of seven affiliates, four had more than 700 members. And the affiliate owners are there and they got smiles. Yeah. They're chilled out, you know, you can tell they're tanned, they spend time on the beach, they're happy, you know, they're driving nice cars, yeah. they're affiliated spick and span, they're, they're investing in educating their team because they can afford to. Yeah. Or a, they can afford to have a team, right. so they don't need to be opening the affiliate at 5 a.m. and closing it at 10 p.m. Right. Um, they can take weekends off, they can take holidays, they can, you know. Um, doesn't mean they're less passionate about CrossFit than the guy who's, who's opening it up, but they've just got to a point where they understand how they need to develop their team in order to grow their affiliate. So what, what do they need to learn as a leader in order to develop their team? What does their team need to learn in order to be able to operate the gym and in order to be able to service more members? And they've got it down to pat. They've got more than 700 members, and there was nothing less crossed about those gyms than certain gyms you walk into, and they've got 70 members. 
is there a formula so, here? No, I, hate to, I don't want to use the form, the word formula in terms of like, like we think a franchise because we're, we're definitely different than that. But is there a formula you can capture from these successful gyms, the habits, the yeah. systems maybe yeah, without a doubt. that you can pull from them and then Without a doubt. Employ? And, and you know, some of the stuff, I, I don't hate to say it, I, you know, uh, comes from, um, uh, so my, my background was in managing global gyms a long time ago. Um, wow. And, and I, I, I managed, That's uh, a sure. yeah, and, and so I fell in love with CrossFit, which is why I left the global gym, because I didn't believe in what we, were, what we were selling, you know. It's like, I don't believe in the service. Yeah. I, I was working for them, and I was getting unfit. It's like, how, I'm training five days a week doing your shit, you shit GX classes and all this kind of stuff, and I'm on the weights machine. So there's something wrong, and then you discover CrossFit on the internet, and you're going, shit, this is it. Drink the Kool Aid. It's like I'm out, yeah. you know. And but then all that time in the in the global gym gave me the processes, um, and I'd been a successful multi-site manager. So it's like, okay, so you have processes to run a gym, but then you have processes to run more than one gym. And then if you can take those processes, you'd have to copy paste it. It's it's a buffet style. You can take what works for you. Matches your style. Yeah. So um, you know, um, do you have a guest register at the reception? Do you have do you have a receptionist already? Do you have a full time receptionist, part time receptionist? Do you not have any reception? How do you you know how do you book a trial session? Just talked to a very successful. I mean, that's just a little detail. It's yeah. funny you say that. I just talked to a very successful uh, affiliate owner here in the U.S. He said that was the first person they got was yeah. someone to greet people at the yeah. door, knowledgeable, yeah. uh, appealing, yeah. pleasant, yeah. and answer the phone. And the phone never went. Set set appointments. Yeah. Set appointments. Yeah. Create rapport as early as possible. Mm -hmm. Get the guys in, welcome them personally, eyeballs on, ask them some questions, find out what their needs are, show them that CrossFit has a solution because we know it does. It doesn't matter what your need is in, in Maslow's pyramid of hierarchy of needs, CrossFit will, will help you, will, help, will solve it. Whether it's uh, physiological, whether it's to live without pain, whether it's to look good naked, whether it's to a sense of belonging, whether it's um, uh, fulfillment, CrossFit's going to help you step up a level. We know we have solutions. Then how do you present your planning? How do you present your prices and your, your, your membership options and help them make the right decisions? All that, there's process for all of that. There's scripting, there's, um, uh, there's some P&L, um, uh, neuro-linguistic programming. There's, how can you influence people to make the right decision? Then how do you onboard your new members? How do you integrate new members with guys that have been here for 10 years? How do you coach people? It's like, how many affiliates go, I, I can't grow, 70 is my max, but I'm not earning enough money. Why can't you grow? Well, because um, I only coach 10 people per class. Why? why? Yeah, why? How long have you been an affiliate? Five years. And you, how many were you coaching five years ago? Ten. What, you're not a better coach now yeah. than you were there? You can't coach 12 people as well today as you did 10 people five years ago? Of course you can. Yeah. So it's, teach, it's taking a lot of affiliates will have glass ceilings. Mm -hmm. And in, just by having a discussion, you, can, you, you see this. The glass ceilings are being broken or, or you know, smashing the glass ceilings. So if I'm an affiliate, either a new affiliate owner or maybe a struggling affiliate owner, who am I having this discussion with? Your country managers, yeah. Country managers. Yeah, country I managers. I can call them up. Yeah, absolutely. Email them. Email them, WhatsApp. I mean, most of our country managers will have, uh, you, you, as an affiliate or potential affiliate, you'll get their cell number. Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll call them when you have an issue. You'll email. You, you, can, you can go and visit. They can come and visit you. You can Skype. You can Zoom. Whatever, Skype. Skype. It shows my age, right? Skype. <laughs> you can Zoom. Skype? You can Zoom. You can do all that, right? Yeah. Um, and that, that's, they're, they're here for that. Um, and they don't, um, none of the country managers do it as a job. They do it because they got skin in the game. As in, A, they got skin in the game because they believe in CrossFit and they want CrossFit to be, uh, you talk fitness, you talk health, CrossFit is the first thing that springs right. to mind in their country. Um, we have a goal is we want a CrossFitter at every single dinner table. Yeah. That's our goal around the world. Doesn't matter what language, doesn't matter what country, what continent, we want a CrossFitter at every single dinner table. 
and we're, we're, we're going to do it. You know, I mean, like, we go back 10 years, and in France, we had like six affiliates. We've got 740 now. If we can do, it in, if we can do that in France, yeah. we can do it in Japan. We can do it in Korea. We can do it in China. We can do it in Australia. And that's what we're going to do. Um, and so it was important to find, first of all, you've got to find the right people, then set expectations with them, and then train them to be excellent at expectations. So that's what I do with my country managers. What does the training look like? Training is um, a lot over the, I was about to say Zoom again, a lot over, uh, uh, Zoom, it is Zoom, yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot over Zoom just because geographically we're spread. Right. Um, so once a week um, we upskill, we train, and we have teamship meetings on a Tuesday. And we do two because of time zone differences. So in the morning um, at 9 a.m. CT, which is Central European time, we do some of the Euro crew and we do the Asian guys mm -hmm. um, and the Oceania guys. And then in the afternoon at 3 p.m., we do the guys that are over on the American continent and some of the European guys. Um, and we're upskilling. Um, we all, we'll role play. We'll talk about how to make a, a birthday phone call. So we call affiliates for the birthday. Yeah. Um, how to make a birthday phone call. How to do a... So in the uh, trenches skills. Yes. Um, how, do you, how do you do a box visit? Yeah. What are the themes you'll talk about? How, how do you set it up? How do you make the best out of your time with the, with the affiliate? Um, how do you uh, help to fill um, uh, education courses, so seminars, L1s, L2s, etc. Um, how do we hack those ideas? And I don't, um, I don't teach all those classes. Very often, we call it a teamship call because the call will be led by a different person according to what the theme is. So we'll pick the, we have a Wes in, in, in Benelux. He did 26 road trips in the year. So that's one every two weeks. It would last two or three days to visit affiliates. So he's an expert at visiting. Yeah, exactly. Um, Pierre in France, um, he calls every year 740 affiliates to wish them a happy birthday and find out how they're doing and then, and, and then to analyze needs to see if there's anything they need. Mm -hmm. How can we help them be more successful in that call? That, the, so there's a lot of, lot of soft skills mm -hmm. in being good at what we do. So we do that once uh, every Tuesday. And then um, the regional directors who have the country managers, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll travel at least once a month to a country manager. They'll take time to go to a seminar, go do box visits, maybe an affiliate gathering. And so when we're going to these things, we're always giving feedback. There's always an after action report, always giving feedback so that the next one is better and the next one is better. And that's what we do. And we just drip feed it all the way up. And into the point where Julian today in France, for example, I was country manager in France from 2017 until December 2020. Julian is a better country manager today than I was. And that's the goal. That's cool. That's the goal. So the day I leave the international director role... Work yourself out of a job. Exactly. Yeah. And then if the company and CrossFit is smart, they know that if you can work yourself out of a job, it means you're upskilling people. Yeah. And then, they'll, you, they'll find you. Then, you become, then you become valuable, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm not afraid of working myself out of a job. On the contrary, I want to work myself out of a job because then it means that I've done the right thing. Mm -hmm. If this is my jersey of international director, uh, uh, the All Blacks, right? They say um, the goal of an All Black, when they take the jersey is the day they leave it, that jersey is in a better place better than when they found it. Absolutely. And so as a country manager, that's their goal. So it doesn't matter how long they're country manager for. I mean, and a lot of them will want to die in this role, right? I mean, like being a country manager is a privilege, it's an honor. It's, it's, you're part of an amazing team, um, and it's hard graft. But wow, you know, uh, how, many, how many thousands or tens or hundreds of thousands of lives you can go to bed knowing you're doing some good stuff. Going from you know? six affiliates to 740, that's, that's hundreds of thousands. Yeah, that's hundreds of thousands of lives that you're, you're helping to improve. Yeah. Um, and um, so they, they, don't do it for, uh, they don't do it for money. They don't do it for recognition. They do it because they love CrossFit. And nearly all the country managers are affiliate owners. Wow, that's, that's perfect. And most of them are affiliate owners 
successful affiliate owners and they're on EDU staff. Mm -hmm. So they wear, these, they, they wear these two caps. And so when we're recruiting people on the team, my, my magic triangle is gonna be education. So even if they haven't been um, seminar staff, very often they've interned, maybe got rejected for some other reason, but they've translated and they've been on 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 nice. seminars. Very nice. So I never did uh, seminar staff, but I translated 80, uh, 80 okay. seminars, okay. right? Yep. So you know your L1 and L2 stuff, you, you know, yeah. pretty well. Yeah. And then um, an affiliate owner, and, and hopefully a successful affiliate owner. And then the third thing is just a, a good fucking person. Yeah. And that's what CrossFit's about. You gotta bring out the best in people. Um, and so that's the triangle we're trying to recruit from. If they're not a good person, I don't care. That, yeah, that's the, that's the, the yeah, that's yeah. the deal breaker. Um, and so we have good people that are box owners. The thing is, in CrossFit, we got good people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like anywhere where, where sometimes you're by having a lot of good people, you're like, oh, hang on, something's going on over there, and you'll attract maybe people that don't have the right motivations. Mm -hmm. um, so people that are motivated by glory, that are motivated by recognition, financial or otherwise, um, they they won't make it onto right. the team. Yeah. They won't make it onto the team. And the do the, do the very good country managers, like Julian, are they going to become your regional managers? Yeah. And then you'll have a new... Uh, for me, I, I can't see how anyone can be parachuted in. So the goal is for our future country managers to be people that are, that are in close. They may be translating seminars now. They may be seminar staff now. They may be an affiliate that helps out at affiliate gatherings and stuff, but they put themselves on the radar and then we'll bring them in and you, because you can't... There's, there's, no, um, there's no university degree for this. Right. You got, it got, it's got to come from the ground up. Yeah. You got to, you got to get your sweat you equity. Yeah. yeah, you got to get your sweat equity. You, you got to do CrossFit. You got to coach it. You, you got to, you, you got to, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to shove the shit in the toilet that's yeah. blocked. You know, you got to, you got to be at the chalk. You're going to be at the whiteboard thousands of times. You know, yeah. um, so you got to gain your sweat equity, and that, the, the team is only that. No one's been parachuted in from the outside. Um, my role, I, I'm really happy because um, when they were recruiting for this role, I was country manager for France. And Gary called me up and he goes, oh yeah, you know, we're gonna hire a, an international director. Um, because I, at, the, at the time, in, the international department wasn't part of gym operations, it was a separate department. Okay. And Gary was in charge of international and he goes, well, I've, I've just been asked if I'd run gym. I'm like, cool. And I was like, well, um, what does that mean for international? Oh, we're hiring an international director. I'm like, yeah, cool, cool. You got any candidates? Yeah, yeah. We're interviewing guys from Stanford, Harvard. I was like, great. You know. Hey, what do they know about CrossFit? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I was like, do great, great. That's cool. You know, yeah. they come from good families. Okay, happy. <laughs> I'm happy for them. You know? um, but yeah, what do they know about CrossFit? What do they know about um, health in general? What, you know, what do they know about? I mean, not just not just health and fitness because CrossFit is is. So particular, it's an invite. Uh, I don't care if they know how to run a company, because this is not a. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's not right. So if you come in with an MBA, you're 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 screwed. If you come in with an MBA, but you've got 12 years of CrossFit behind you, and you open your own affiliate and you've been successful and that kind of stuff, then I then I'll listen and I'll, I'll and I'll I'll be okay. I'm going to be receptive to this guy. And they were interviewing guys from from Ivy League uh, colleges and stuff. It was great. And then Dave uh, Castro he found out they were hiring for the role and he said to, said to Gary, he goes, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, why aren't you hiring from inside? It's like, these guys, they don't know shit from caramel. You know, it'd probably take, like probably take them two tastes. <laughs> is that shit or caramel? It'd probably take them two tastes. Yeah. Sounds like Dave, right? Yeah. And, um, 
and then Dave said to Gary, he said, you should interview uh, Chaffee. So Dave calls me Chaffee. Uh, I call myself DC, but so does he, so he calls me Chaffee. Um, <laughs> I guess he won that one. Yeah, he did, yeah, yeah. I let him, I let him <laughs> win that one. And um, so he said to Gary to, to look at interviewing internally. So they put me into the interview process. And um, I had six interviews, which were like an hour long, with uh, six different directors of the company from different departments. Um, I was holed over hot coals. And um, and I didn't think I was going to get the job because I'm I I I swear um, I I show I show my man boobs when I shouldn't. Um, so I, far so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I drink beer. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I say what I think, um, which traditionally in a traditional company it would get you into trouble. Yeah. Um, I don't blow smoke up people's asses. Um, and whether you're a shareholder, doesn't matter what your position is, um, I'll show you respect if you earn it. And um, so I didn't think I'd get the job. Oh, and and <laughs> yeah, and, and Gary just turned around and said, dude, I don't know what you did, but um, uh, you came out top on, on awesome. all six interviews. Um, you're the first choice well, for all yeah, of it. So. And I was like, wow, okay, well that gives me faith. Not, not because it's me, but it gives me faith because it shows that they, they were looking for someone I, I believe on the right criteria. Says, do you care enough about CrossFit to say the truth no matter, no matter what? And um, uh, that's important. Absolutely. That's important. It's critical. Yeah. For, I mean, yes, men. Uh, Gary knows that he needs to be surrounded by people that will make him think that, and that will make him become a better leader. And um, we survive on our a, brand, and that's part of our brand. And, and we have to protect it at all costs. And we have to call out bullshit. Yes. You know? Um, bullshit is just to be a cancer to the brand. Yeah. 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 So, um, and um, my loyalty is not to Gary. My loyalty is not to. Uh, Alison, my loyalty is not to the new CEO. My lord, my loyalty is to CrossFit. Yeah. And if I don't, if and and first and foremost, I'm an affiliate. And if I don't think anything that's going to happen is going to be good for the community, it's going to be good for an affiliate. I'll put my hand up and I say, hey, and and draw lights on. And um, so uh, Gary's really good. I mean, Gary Gaines. I don't know if you've had an interview oh, with him, but he is he and he accepts it. And he, you know, um, there have been times where he's, you know, him and his team will present something, and there'll be other people on the call and. Ego would say, you know, shut the shut yeah, the fuck up, yeah, or and he goes, no, no, yeah. give us your thoughts. So we have an open forum where we're allowed to talk, we're allowed to give our opinion, we're allowed to say, and that's fantastic. And I I honestly believe that CrossFit today is in a better position than it has been for a very very long time. Um, the new CEO has just been announced, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah today, and I I I know people that have known him for a very long time. He did go to a good good college, <laughs> um, but he's he's um, but uh, marine. He's he's ex special forces. Oh great! That's um, he's, so I'm sure he's done CrossFit. He he has. He's been CrossFitting for nine years. Awesome. Um, he's uh, very successful. He's he, he he opened his own businesses. He's been partners in in hugely successful businesses, um, and he's a very good guy. And people that I trust wholeheartedly, like um, uh, so obviously uh, Gary. Uh, Jimmy Letchford, you you probably know Jimmy. So Jimmy, I would I would walk over broken glass barefoot for that guy. Um, today he's he's uh, leading up GoRuck. Um, they vouch for this guy, and when Jimmy vouches for someone, I, I'm, yeah yeah, eyes closed, eyes closed. And so I'm really really happy. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great news. Yeah. You left the Global Gym. Yeah. You opened CrossFit. Yeah. Two two locations. Three. Three locations. Yeah. Did you spend time there? Are you I do uh, not enough because okay. of because of the international role. Um, 
So in the last three months, I traveled uh, eight weeks. Um, so Australia, Korea, uh, Israel, UK a few times, um, Zana, Spain, uh, Belgium. I mean, it's like, yeah, so there are periods where it's very intense, but I have a really good team. Um, I have uh, directors in each of the boxes. So we're in two cities, up in Paris, and then 600 kilometers away. It's like, why make it easy, right? So yeah. 600 kilometers yeah, away, natural. we have um, a cross at Louvre and Bordeaux. Mm -hmm. and, um, but that's, that's part of what we want to be able to help affiliates develop is how can you grow people so that you're there when you want to be, you're not there because you have to be. And I coach, I still coach, but I coach when I want to coach. That's great. I don't coach because I have to. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, you know, the, the teams in the boxes, we're now 47. Um, we've got, uh, I think, like 13 level three trainers so far, and that's where we want to take everybody. All our reception team, they have at least a level one. Those that coach a couple of hours will be at least level two, and we're taking them to level threes as well. Um, yeah, um, it's, it's solid, solid. Solid. Yeah. Still getting your CrossFit workouts in? Every day. Every day. Morning. I love that. Morning. Um, it took me a long time to work out that, that morning discipline. Yeah. And um, I didn't like going to bed early. I used to, I used to work a lot mm -hmm. um, up until you know, 11 p.m., 11.30, midnight. And so getting up at like 5 was like a, not going to happen. And I just realized actually I'm far more productive if I can wake up at 5 and I'll train my, my training and, you know, and honestly, I, I got a sauna in the house, I got a cold yeah. tub, I got all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So I do my morning routine of uh, workout, yeah. depending on the Crowd time of the year. Type yeah, 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 yeah. Very yeah. nice, awesome. Or I go to the box uh, with some mates and with some of the coaches, and we hit it up before we open the, the, the box. And um, so that's uh, every day of the week, so five days a week, and then on the weekend with my son, and he likes to work out. Um, uh, and yeah, um, so CrossFit, first off, it changed my life personally. Yeah. Professionally, it's changed my life, and then you got skin in the game, um, and then my fam, my, my son is my, my son's the fittest kid in his college, right? Nah, you know, and he's 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 turning thirteen. I say, I would have loved, I would have loved to have known CrossFit as a kid. Yeah, it would change it would change our kids' lives for the for so um, oh, the kids' courses and the stuff that Matt Evans has done now um, on the the teacher courses. Oh, Education, yeah, I, no, I mean, absolutely. all this content that's coming out is absolutely amazing. Um, and you're actually front runners. I mean, uh, it's a uh, UK and Ireland. Yeah, UK and Ireland. Uh, yeah. uh, well, because Matt Evans who developed his uh, in yeah. Wales, yeah. and um, I mean, we're, we're changing. We're, sometimes the hardest part for people that are in CrossFit is changing the lives of those closest to us, right? Right. Um, and um, and even our own, because yeah. a lot of people will neglect themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I, yeah. I think that's a mistake. Well, I did that for a few years where you're, you're giving so much time to others Absolutely. that the thing you'll squeeze will be your workout. Yeah. And now, I, that's why I get it that's in. I, I get it in while others are sleeping. Well, because in France, no one trains at 6 a.m., right? No, no. O only expats. So yeah. in Paris, we open at 6. But the first classes, they're full of Americans, UK, the embassies, yeah. embassy that's guys, right? embassy guys, oh, military guys, service personnel, all the guys out in Paris, they're, they're, they're training 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. And then, then the Frenchies will pitch up at like nine after their croissant and you know and their coffee and then go ha 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 you know something. and um, so yeah so um, so I do I do the expert hour yeah but then it's done and then um, uh, I'll I'll do my 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 sauna my cold bath uh, I'll have my food and then I'll do all my meetings and, stuff, and then the day's fantastic and it's um, far more productive far more productive yeah so I do I do even though sometimes it doesn't look like it. <laughs> the, these man boobs, you know, these man boobs are, these man boobs are, they're, they're, they're hanging in there. <laughs>
Is there a, this, a similar structure and a similar system in the U.S. or North America? There is. Okay. And I, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, with Austin, we we have a we have a one to one at least once a week. Oh nice! And we'll talk and we'll be on the same meetings maybe five six times a week. Okay. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of exchanges and and um, Austin inherited a really tough situation, mm-hmm. um, and so in the U.S. They, they a couple of years ago there was no personnel that was I'd say affiliate facing. Affiliate support traditionally had been like back office, dealing with if there were any issues with the affiliation, with, you know, there was a payment issue, yeah, there was a name issue, whatever it was. And, um, but there, there was no team that was going out saying, hey, actually, you know, we need to go and, and visit, the, we need to go and shake hands, we need to go and meet this guy. This guy's a 10-year affiliate, we need to give him some recognition. And so that changed a while back. Um, but there were two, two teams that were working in parallel. So Austin, uh, Jordan and Paul Tremblay, um, were were looking after, uh, but they're all good people, yeah, right? All good. All good. Very different I mean, and all really good. Icon in our community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so that um, and also that you know a lot of the, a lot of them are seminar staff, so they had, they had yeah. skin in the game from there and a lot of, a lot of legacy there. But the there wasn't traditionally, um, I would say, a, an affiliate facing or community facing team. That would that would have been Dave, Nicole, and Greg. Right. You know, they they were the, the only people that. You know, people would really recognize or know and stuff. And so that changed with what was called the U.S. rep scheme, uh, the U.S. rep scheme, where they, they put in place, I think, like 15 reps around the U.S. Um, who would start to do small events, small affiliate gatherings. They would go into boxes. They'd be at community events, reaching out and just linking up. And then any issue anyone would have, they'd try and iron them out and, and sort people out and that kind of stuff. Um, and that was pretty successful. But we were talking about, well, you know, in outside of the U.S., the country managers have a far wider remit. So we do... IP theft, legal protection, um, social media, media. But in the US, the social media media is done, that's covered. IP theft is more or less covered because affiliates in the community will do it directly to legal. Um, But then stuff like, you know, it's like EDU and Jim, Mm -hmm. traditionally a couple of years ago were total silos. They weren't talking. I now have I now have weekly calls with Rex and Shane from EDU. Okay. Um, same with the games team with Heather. Every single week, there's a there's a there's a catch up, and we're saying, oh, how can I help you with this? How can I help you with this? What do you need for this? And I kind of it's like, it, it, it's 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 really really the structure is really good. And so in the U.S. they needed that, and now they've got this system in place where they've got these representatives, um, and they've got I believe. It's six that have just been announced. Yeah. Um, so Kevin Ogar's one. Yeah. Um, you, 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 Chase Ingram, I think. Yeah, Chase yeah, Ingram. Yeah. So you, you, got, you got these, again, we're talking about skin in the game. These guys have got sweat equity. Oh, yeah. And um, they're going to use that relation, those relationships um, to, help, to help the CrossFit uh, community grow. Yeah. Um, and so I think we're going to be reproducing a lot of the successes that we've developed over the past two odd years with the international project in the U.S., um, and and it works. It works. So now we have uh, a lot of collaboration. Yeah. The international community doesn't feel like they're a second thought or, or yep. lagging behind. Yeah. But we have innovation going both directions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's well, great. originally a lot of people thought, oh, we need the international thing because of the translation thing. Mm-hmm. And our strength wasn't just a translation. It, it, it's about building relationships and building trust. Um, and I think where. CrossFit wobbled a couple of years ago was because some people had a sensation that trust had been broken. Um, whether it was by some sort of behavior, decisions that were made without, without explaining to the community why those decisions had been made. 
You know, um, you have to show respect to the affiliates. We're partners in this, right? We're partners in making CrossFit yeah. what it's going to be in five years' time. Yeah. Um, and I think some people felt that that trust had been breached. And so um, when you build relationships, you're, you're developing trust. Yeah. And that is the beginning of everything. You break trust, that's the beginning of the end. Yeah. You build trust, that's the beginning of everything. And, and that's what all these guys are doing. And I, I, when I saw the people that had been interviewed and had been recruited for the US, I was like, oh, this is good. You know, like in, I'm excited to see where the US is going to be in two years with these guys heading up what's going to be happening. So yeah, it's a very good situation to be in. Where do you see the international affiliate community in, in two to five years? Well, we've got more affiliates outside of the US now than in the US. When did that, did that... That happened about a year ago. Really? Yeah. That's... Obviously, my American colleagues didn't want to make too much noise about that. <laughs> um, but we've been growing, I mean, like countries like uh, Italy, Spain, um, have been growing so fast. Uh, Korea, Korea went from um, a year ago, we had 120 affiliates, we've got 220 now. You know, this is the sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you can you can yeah. you can start to, pff, you know, yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Australia, New Zealand. I mean, um, have been growing very solid numbers uh, ever since coming out of COVID, um, which is really really good. Um, I see I see more and more people taking part in the sport. I know what's coming up for the 2023 season, um, and it is going to be amazing. I mean, some some very solid decisions being made. It's going to be amazing. Um, so I think. Um, sport participation is going to rocket. I think the number of affiliates is going to keep growing steadily, just one at a time, one conversation mm -hmm. at a time, one you know, one level one seminar at a time. Where someone's going, I, I want to be part of this. Yeah. I want to be, I want to be yeah. sharing this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna affiliate my gym, or I'm gonna go and open a gym, or you know, I don't want to just coach. I want to, I want to own a CrossFit box. That's what, that's what education does. You know, you're, you're the beginning of the journey. Um, and so, um, if we keep doing that, we keep just doing seminars, we keep sharing the call aid. Um, affiliates will grow. I, I would like, so the, the sound city, right? But we set a goal for every country where there are McDonald's restaurants to have more crossed affiliates than McDonald's restaurants. I like that goal. So France, for example, has 1,400 McDonald's, 1,412 McDonald's. So for me, you're any. There. You're over halfway there. Yeah. yeah. But any country that can support 1,412 McDonald's locations <laughs> that share chronic disease. Right. We need to we need to get at least that many uh, affiliates in. Just to balance. You know, out. it's like a, 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 you can be a, you can be a successful affiliate with 150 members, right? Yeah. Whereas McDonald's will need how many thousands of people going to it. So if you can have 1,400 McDonald's, you can have 3,000 affiliates. You know, and, and people go, oh my god, it's so saturated. Bullshit. It's saturated when you have one CrossFit at every dinner table, and everyone else around the dinner table has tried CrossFit but maybe decided it wasn't for them. But until everyone that can and walk that and talk... keep trying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, but until everyone who's, who's, who's of age to, to, to roll up to a box and do a workout hasn't come and done a trial session, you haven't done anything. You haven't, you haven't done anything. And we need to take the, um, the, the, the handbrake off where a lot of affiliates think that you know, CrossFit is, you've got to be between 18 and 35. No, no. no. Be smart, Kids. man. Kids, teens. Yeah. Our, our teens program, we've got 70 teens in one of our boxes. Um, the master's over 55s. Yes. I'm, I'm nearly 50. I know that my warm-ups look different than 10 years ago. I know my workouts look different than 10 years ago. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I don't love CrossFit. Right. So how can... Your, your, bo your, your box and your fit is like a honeypot, right? But you're not unscrewing the lid until you've understood, you know, you want, you, who do you want to attract into your honeypot? Yeah. Well... Uh, one third of French people in, I think it's 2020, 2030, will be over 60. 
one third. So unless you're, you're giving service to the older population, you're, you're pushing aside one third of the prospects. Yeah. Yeah. Close and that door. Exactly. And then if you don't do kids and teens. Man, you got a tiny year. You're exactly, tiny exactly. Yeah. So I think as we go forward, there'll be more affiliates. There'll be smarter affiliates that are, that are saying, okay, well, actually, I need, to, I need to give a service where I can attract these guys and I can attract these guys. And then your box is doing, yeah, you may do competition. And you may have teams going to the semis and to the game and stuff, but it doesn't mean you don't have teens and you don't have uh, the over 55 silver surfers, right? So I think um, the affiliates will get smarter. I think they'll be far more successful because it's starting to work in. You know when you say, are you a successful affiliate? Oh, well, no, I'm passionate. You need more. You need more than passion after five years, right? Passion will open the doors. But you can't, don't you deserve to pay yourself a salary for what you're doing? Yeah, and so that's the sort of steps I think we're going to be making. Um, I think CrossFit, will it become a, um, a bigger sport? Yeah, without doubt. I'd love to get the games outside of the US. Sorry, for, sorry, sorry Americans. Sorry, Americans. <laughs> but I would love to get the CrossFit uh, games. Is it, is it South America? Is it Europe? Is it Asia? I don't know. But um, I think it would do some good. Yeah. Um, like an Olympic rotation? Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, maybe you sign, you sign a city for two or three years and every three years it changes. But I know also that, like, I mean, Rogue's support of the games is outstanding. And I know that they have the bandwidth to do it in the States. Do they have that bandwidth to do it anywhere else? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so maybe logistically it's not, it's not possible. But I know that in terms of how popular it is as a sport and as a methodology, it, it is possible in Europe now. I know it's possible in Brazil. I mean, Brazil are crazy for it. Um, and I think it's going to become uh, possible in Asia. Um, so I, th those are things I'd be looking for. That's oh, exciting. Yeah, and I would love to see like something like you know, remember you remember the Team Invitational? Oh yeah. I'd love to see like, like the Ryder Cup or something like that. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. So those sorts of things, I think um, we'll we'll keep we'll keep yeah we'll keep you know yeah. pushing for those sorts of I things. Yeah. I yeah. I've learned so much. Well, I'm fired the, up. I'm very excited. Well, for what's I'm gonna track this McDonald's thing. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> we, we did. We, 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 and we gave every single country manager the number of McDonald's they have in their countries, awesome. and saying this is it. And you know, and a little tracker. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like I don't want to hear any conversation about oh my god, you know, the market's that bullshit, yeah. bullshit. And we don't talk markets. It's not a market. It's a community. Yeah. And and until everyone in that community has done a trial session in your gym, you haven't touched it yet. You haven't. You haven't. You haven't hit the. You haven't hit the cap. So, um, yeah. I used to talk to Coach Glassman. Yeah, great. And uh, I'd ask him what was the goal. And he'd say world domination. And yeah. we'd laugh. Yeah, because he... he wouldn't. Yeah, because... Because <laughs> it was. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he, he, had no, he had no plans for it. But he realized that it, um, internationally it was as popular. I mean, when he came to France in 2019 to the affiliate gathering, and he walked into... Uh, we'd, we'd, we'd had to book out a hall because there's so many affiliates who wanted to be there. He walked into a room with 400 people. And all these people were wearing CrossFit this, CrossFit that, you know, bandanas, you know, it's like, ah, oh, crazy. It's like, and when he walked in, I was like, ah, oh. yeah. it's like, you know, it's like the Pope, you know, it's like, you know, in the Vatican, it's like, oh my God, you know, and he stood up and he, and he looked, and he looked, it's like, it was as if it dawned on him, yeah. you know, that um, if you can, so, yeah, I think, I think he had no plans for it. I, he had that anecdote about you know yeah you know we'll have we'll have north south east west and central yeah. you know five we'll have <laughs> five boxes really yeah yeah south and central yeah we'll be really like, we'll be cooking with gas yeah. and then all of a sudden just went poof 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 yeah. poof poof um, and I, I think the 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 thing that was a shame there was um, the the structure 
maybe it took, there was a lag time between how successful it was and the structure needed to maintain that back. success. Yeah. yeah, I think there was a lag time there. And I think we've caught that up now. I think so. It sounds yeah. like it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I, 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 honestly, I, I, I miss Greg dreadfully. Um, I had him by text message a couple of days ago. Um, but he's, he's in a really good place. He's doing so much good stuff on broken science. Absolutely. Um, and Supporting our community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, and I, I think we're in a really, really good space. His community, I should say. But yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Always be his community. Well, none of us would be here without him, right? No. So, and when someone says, oh, yeah, you know, um, this is a quote from CrossFit. No, it's not. That's a quote from Greg. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, um, yeah. and... Uh, Reread those articles. Yeah, and you, yeah. no one, no social media movement, no mob will be able to cancel that sort of thing, Never. and we shouldn't let it either. Nope. Um, so um, right. protectors of the faith, you know, and the realm, and that's it. And yeah, yeah. This was awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Th thank you very much. Thanks very much.